0: Hey, this is Greg Grunberg, a.k.a. your favorite Star Wars character, Snap Wexley, and you are right where you need to be listening to yet another amazing episode of the Black Squadron podcast. Welcome back to the Black Squadron podcast. I'm BP, a.k.a. the Brandalorian. and once again this week, I am joined by... Todd himself, and the one and the only Mari. Why, hello. Darth Mari. You do only deal in absolutes. <laughs> it's, tr- it's
1: true. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, gang?
0: We, uh, It's just the three of us. We're the three best friends that anyone's ever had.
1: I'm recovering God. from May 4th still.
0: How, be honest, how much money? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll be fun.
1: honest, it's too much.
0: You, you bought a ton of stuff and I'm very proud of you.
1: The one thing I'm happy about is I got a, at least a wide variety of stuff. I got some Legos, I got some action figures. I beat out everybody for Boba Fett because that was a nightmare, the Target exclusive one. No thanks. Target. Not fun. Went to eBay to check how much it was going for afterwards and I was not shocked but annoyed if anything.
0: Yeah. It's not so great. It
1: was it was a lot of a lot of a lot of money. A lot of money went towards the House of Mouse for May 4th. I'm trying to
0: think if i bought anything oh no i did i i pre-ordered the last bad batch black series i had wrecker hunter crosshair pre ordered from skyward fun supply and then i just finally pulled the trigger on tech i'll just never take the helmet off of him because the head sculpt was so bad
2: <laughs> i didn't buy anything i behaved myself on may 4th somehow
0: he's oh, nice. <laughs> went with nuts he even made a ton of galaxy's edge food and drink like <laughs> He I told mean, me.
2: That's insane. i be jealous. Awesome. Right, yeah. I have, like, all these Star Wars cookbooks, and I've never made one single recipe out of them. I, I need mean, to change
0: that. We have, like, 70, like, regular cookbooks and never
2: made anything <laughs> out of it. There's one in one of them called a hoth dog, and it's literally you serve a cold hot dog.
1: <laughs> How would that even be good? Do you, do you at least... At least, There's like,
2: stuff, like, added to it that I imagine makes it somewhat palatable, but...
0: Yeah, I'm so full of regret that my Twitch channel is not the hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> the hot dog would be, hot be so fast. funny if
1: if the hot dog, like, you had to cut it open and then something was coming out of it, like a tauntaun. <laughs>
2: it, could, it could be. I I just glanced at it and I was like, does this really say serve hot dog cold? Oh, God, it really does. Like...
0: I thought it smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, speaking of May the 4th, we have a giveaway. We're in the midst of... We're we're smack dab in the beginning center of it. So we teamed up with Skyward Fun Supply. SkywardFunSupply.com. Use BSP10 to save 10%. Skyward's hooking us up. They are giving us the... <laughs> Black Series Snowspeeder with Dak, that massive set, and the Snowspeeder Luke from Hoth. That's the giveaway. And all you have to do is follow us on whatever social media you have, because we know not everybody has every single social media. Follow Scour Fun Supply, listen to our May 4th episode, and send us the code word via DM on whatever platform you choose. Do we want to say the code word again here?
1: We can let the people know that way. If they don't want to go mm. back, which they yeah. should go back anyway, because the May Fourth episode <clears throat> is a giant Star Wars love fest. It's
2: I'm so sad I missed that one.
1: Tis a banger.
0: All right, so the code word is Flyboy. Flyboys? No, it's Flyboy. It's
1: Flyboy. <laughs> Flyboy. Fly. We'll take Flyboys as well. Yeah. Either, either way. F- fly gentlemen, perhaps.
0: Fly ladies. <laughs> So, yeah, make sure you guys do what you're supposed to do. Enter the contest. This is an awesome giveaway. If you are in the U.S., it is free shipping. Uh, Skyway is taking care of everything. If you are international, you will have to pick up that shipping charge for obvious reasons. And but then, still,
1: I mean, the, sh- the shipping charge itself is going to be a fraction of what both of these go for. So oh yeah, if you're international, sure. don't let that deter you from entering.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a killer. If you've never seen any of the Black Series vehicle sets, like... They're crazy. The they're huge. Let's make sure you have space. Speaking of giveaways, we have another giveaway. All you have to do is leave us a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. So yeah, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, you can leave us a review. And hell, I'll even read it on air here. So I'll read. I'll read one we got on iTunes from Padre Willie. Uh, we got a great laugh out of that name. So thank you for that, Padre Willie. Uh, these guys know their stuff, and they cover a lot of different topics in Star Wars universe. Always hear something new and unique in each episode. We appreciate that, Padre Willie. We try to bring something new or something slightly different into the podcast realm, and I think we've done a pretty adequate job of that thus far. When you guys say so, and if you do this at the end of this month, we are going to pick a winner to receive the Kenobi Legends book by John Jackson Miller. So yeah, up next, Holonet headlines
1: all right so unfortunately we didn't really get any big may 4th announcements for kenobi or andor which i was really convinced we would get something andor is in the midst of production right now they're in the middle of filming kenobi just started filming everybody star wars day everyone's excited everybody's ready for some sort of news and the fact that we didn't get every anything, especially since Marvel had that big drop for phase four the day before. I was like, what are you what are you guys doing? What's what's going on here? So that was a bit of a bummer. We did get more set leaks and photos, which I feel like every week is a new set leak or a new photo. The ones from Andor make sense because they're filming in Lancashire, England, outside. So the fact that they're outside. I imagine it's pretty hard to keep people with those super long camera lenses from mm-hmm. just snapping a qu- couple quick pics. This is a little spoilery if you're trying to completely go blind into Andor. But mm-hmm. so if, if you don't want to hear that, maybe skip ahead like a minute or so. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, we got our first look at Diego Luna as Cassian, the first time that we've seen Diego Luna as Cassian since Rogue One. That was pretty cool. And we saw a Short Trooper. Which I thought was interesting because obviously, shore troopers weren't introduced in Rogue One. They're the beach kind of outdoor trooper. So, interesting to see that they're bringing them back where they're filming is along the coast. So, maybe we're going to see more water planets or beachy locations in, in Andor. It's a little interesting.
0: I was Makes uh, me a little struck, more excited. <clears throat> I was struck by that shore trooper picture because of the blaster on their hip. It was a. It's a modified E eleven, but instead of a blaster, it's more of a pistol. So it's just like a tan portion of the E eleven. So as a, as a blaster nerd, excited.
2: I haven't seen any of the pictures because I'm literally like <clears throat> anti, so anti spoiler. I don't want to see any of it. Like I didn't watch any of the Bad Batch trailers either, so I won't be looking at those.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, nothing uh, too crazy, but they're they're definitely yeah. if you're trying to go completely blind, maybe mm-hmm. just. Try and hide as best you can from any set yeah. leaks because they're out there. They're gonna be coming out, I'm sure more. Like I said, I think last week, I'm, I'm shocked at the number of set leaks we've gotten already, considering Mando Mando had like one, I think. And it was a TikTok video that I saw of the Canyon scene where they're fighting the stormtroopers. Oh, yeah. It's Fennec mm-hmm. and Boba and, and Din. So That's I was when
2: you said when you said there have been already so many leaks, I was like, I haven't seen a single one. Yes. Like so proud of myself
0: <laughs> yeah we, we don't post things like this on our social medias for that very reason like we don't want to be the mm-hmm. reason somebody gets something spoiled so
1: yeah we did get some more set photos for kenobi nothing crazy there those aren't anything to to really write home about they're really just there's sets and buildings and sand a lot of sand a lot of tattooing looking buildings One thing that was interesting is that Moses Ingram posted a video of her showing off some real sweet lightsaber spins and tricks and all kinds of stuff on May 4th. So when she was announced as part of the cast of Kenobi, her caption, I believe, was, I play with lightsabers now or something along Mm -hmm. those lines. So I thought she was kidding. I don't know. Like, I think you guys were definitely more in like she's going to be some kind of jedi or inquisitor or something but i thought it was just like hey i'm in star wars now like time to time to party she almost has to be an inquisitor right i don't know it would be it makes sense you know given the time period and everything but it'd be weird if i mean obviously there's other jedi around during this time if if fallen order and rebels and bad batch and clone wars have shown us is that order 66 wasn't entirely successful
0: yeah and speaking of bad batch we're gonna get to episodes one and two of the bad batch here shortly
1: one may 4th announcement that we did get that was pretty cool is we got a whole bunch of info about galactic star cruiser which is that fully immersive hotel that costs more than i would ever imagine (laughs) or rumored to cost more than I could possibly imagine uh, down at Disney world. Uh, The biggest reveal is the lightsaber that they had teased. There was
2: like a Ray like model and she was literally like, it was awesome.
1: Yeah, it was that that's super cool. I don't know if it sounds like it's not being like for sale, but knowing Disney, I would be shocked if they didn't offer this as a item for sale. But basically for people who haven't seen this video, it's, normal lightsaber hilt but you from what it sounds like or at least what the schematics or the patent they filed for it
0: Mm -hmm. uh
1: that imagineering put together you press a a button and the blade comes out of the hilt so instead of the galaxy's edge lightsabers that you have to twist on a blade this is all in one and probably the closest thing we'll ever get to a star wars toy (laughs) aside from (laughs) the ones that you flick your wrist and the blade flies out
0: so i'm guessing the blade comes out like a spiral. That's how it works, and I think it's probably it's probably a neopixel too. So that's why it lights up the way it does. I'm assuming.
1: There's no no chance that they're not going to sell that,
2: right? (laughs) How much is that thing going to (laughs) cost?
1: Well, what so the FX (laughs) was it? The Black Series Sabers now cost what two hundred? So maybe double that. I could see this going for like four or five hundred dollars, (laughs) maybe. I mean, people will pay it. So
0: oh yeah if they do make it public or for sale if they just do the one saber because it's ray luke anakin saber wonder cuz they probably do vader right like they'd have to have they'd at least have one done set.
1: That one, yeah. Yeah. I'd imagine they'd release at least the ray saber for or the skywalker saber first see how it sells it'll probably do well and then they'll release a whole batch. I think they would probably wait though because if that comes out then that's basically all the galaxy's edge sabers that they sell the legacy hilts people Mm -hmm. would be like i don't want this i want i want the new one now
2: depending on the price point like some people will be like man i really want that sweet one but i can only do the legacy
1: Mm -hmm. that's true that is true
0: i i heard about this before i saw it so when they said ray has a lightsaber that works i was initially bummed when it first started and she was wearing her last jedi costume and it was the blue saber like i was really hoping to see the yellow saber there yeah um but nonetheless still amazing and i cannot wait to see it in person whenever and yeah. wherever that happens and think about the, this has to have like movie implications right like making movies because right now they just have like i mean they've come obviously a long ways but it'd be so cool to like be able to actually ignite one and making a movie how, how cool like that would put the actor or actress in such a state like a star wars state
1: yeah. that'd be so cool the possibilities. Well, I know for lighting, probably just having something that they could use in actual combat scenes where the light shines off their face correctly. So when they go in and do all their post-production stuff, you have the correct lighting and it it looks even better than it already does. It's crazy. That was cool. I love seeing that. We got more details about the whole three-day, two-night experience, basically from when you first arrive to dining the dining on that in the hotel I'm, i don't know what to call it it's like a hotel but it's like a cruiser and everything that they're like referencing around it is this is a cruise on land but like all the wording and how they describe it so i'm calling it a, a land cruise from now on <laughs> Every, everything around the land cruise is super cool that's all on uh starwars.com they have a whole write-up on it It's real tempting as like so. Even though I don't think they've released the price officially, but just the stuff that's come out about it, I'm like, maybe it's gonna be worth it. Like as one, like go to Europe or go stay at a Disney World hotel kind of scenario
2: for three days.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Call and be like, listen, how many cots
0: do you have?
1: And it's supposed to come out in 2022. I don't know if that'll get delayed at all, but as of right now, it's set to launch in 2022. So I imagine as we get closer, obviously we'll get more information and presumably a, a final price point on what this thing is going to cost. So fingers crossed, it's semi affordable.
0: <laughs> I mean, if it if it, even if it was affordable, like we all went, you know, like all went together. Yeah. If we could afford it like that. It might make it easier to swallow, but geez, Louise, the, the numbers that we initially heard is I don't even think the five of us could go reasonably. So hopefully. And I know
1: it's comes down like it. obviously everything Disney tends to be expensive. This is a special case because from everything that's come out about it, as soon as you pull up to the hotel, you're live action completely in Star Wars. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know how well that's going to go. I imagine the higher price point was only people who are really committed to being in Star Wars and the whole like Mm -hmm. war being aspect of it. Yeah. But I could definitely see like some rich person brings their small children and it kind of breaks the whole immersive experience. I remember when Galaxy's Edge first opened and they had the food, like the menu item controversy because they had everything in basically what the star wars terminology was for things and people didn't know they're like i just want a hot dog and it's like well that's this and they're like no like i wanted to say i want to like hot dog Uh, that's the only thing i'm worried about with this hotel these damn normies exactly (laughs) if you're gonna commit to star wars you need to full send it just do it already (laughs) join us we did get some publishing news so war the bounty hunters comic officially came out on the 5th and I saw a tweet from Charles sold that is already getting a second printing because it sold out that fast. Yeah. So I've got this, I've got the whole war of the bounty hunters or I've talked about this, but I've got basically all the tie-ins, the main line run mm-hmm. of this. I've got it all pre-ordered. So I'm excited for this. I'm excited to read it. It's all my favorite aspects of star Wars in comics. So it's great to see that, uh, it's Already getting a second printing, he seems to get a lot of stuff head to second printing though, and third printing. And because he wrote the Rise of Kylo Ren comic too, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And that had
1: like 12 printings,
0: and that wasn't even like in my top 10 of favorite Star Wars comics either. So he just Charles sold, he sells, baby.
1: Yes, he does. And then Bad Batch is officially here. We are in the uh, the Bad Batch era now of Star Wars animation, so. We'll talk all about that a little bit later, but it's it's here. I'm excited. I enjoy it. So looking forward to what they have in store for that. So that's all I've got for news. So I'm going to toss it to BP to go through the cargo hold. Put Captain Solo in the cargo hold.
0: All right, so we got a, it's I'm, it's going to sound like a lot. And I guess just for Uber collectors like Todd and I, we felt like there wasn't a ton released in the fourth, although there kind of was. But there wasn't kind of a weird thing that we have in our brains, I suppose. But um, there was actually quite a bit really announced. So as for the vintage collection, the fan vote, they did a fan vote to bring back a TVC character figure from the past and the Republic Trooper one from the Old Republic. The only thing I saw about this was on Twitter and people were upset that that one won and they kept saying, who asked for this? It was quite literally a fan vote. So that's who asked for it.
1: <laughs> to the fans.
0: Yeah. The, Everybody the wanted fans. the
1: Clone Wars Ahsoka though. So yeah. I feel like, I think I know that was a really popular one.
0: I was shocked that it, it didn't win, to be honest with you. And then we got another off-world Jawa with the egg, which is probably my top three scenes I can't really watch. In any sort of movie or film, I can't watch it. Like, I can't get it out of my brain for like a month at a time. So I just skip that whole scene altogether.
1: <laughs> it's a lot. I think this is the one that was supposed to be exclusive to the Razor Crest, to uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the Haslab Razor Crest. And I feel like they were just like, but well, we've got it. Mass market now.
0: <laughs> and they did release a, an actual production photo of that too, the Haslab. Um, of course, it looked incredible. It was all taken apart. It was the scene where the all the jaw was taken apart. So, the thing is, whoever got that is your eyes are in for a treat. Even though it blows up. Um, we also are going to get the Arc Trooper Echo. Tebow's back in the house. Retro Collection Boba Fett prototype. This is very similar, actually, the exact same thing as the Vader uh, prototype, which is the, the rainbow color. So, there's probably 15 different variations of it, I assume, like they did with Vader. It was a Target exclusive and, and it sold out in seven minutes seven minutes of course todd got it because he's the boba fett whisperer
1: um <laughs> i had to sell a part, part of my soul to get it
0: like he bought it within like seven minutes sent me a picture from ebay like right then where the price is at what, 10 times
1: yeah they were going for yeah. 100 150 for this 14 dollar figure so yeah that's crazy i've got i've got beef with retailer ex- exclusives <laughs> but that's for another time
0: yeah <laughs> Uh, we're also getting the Lucasfilm 50th anniversary Death Star droid, Endor Luke and another Tuscan Raider. Um so that's going to do it for the TVC collection that was announced on the 4th. We did get some Black Series news as well. Gaming Great's Flame Trooper, Gaming Great's Night Brother Warrior, which he looks awesome if you're a Maul or Savage Opress fan, Night Brother's Wait a your second. guy.
1: I didn't see it. It's the Night Brother from Jedi Fallen Order. Mhm
0: and we also nice. another helmet another black series helmet the death watch premium electronic helmet i love the interiors of these helmets
1: this one cracks me up though because this is i think the fourth helmet fourth or fifth helmet we've gotten that is the basically the boba fett mold that they created for the empire strikes bag boba yep and they are milking that because they have they did the boba fett helmet they did the rearmored boba fett helmet. They did the prototype Boba Fett helmet. Then they did this one, the Death Watch helmet. So maybe it's just the four.
0: Well just wait, because you know they're gonna do a holiday special Boba Fett helmet. Like it's That's, gonna happen. They have the mold.
1: It's like everything else with Boba Fett though. It's you you take the one mold and paint it seven different times and it'll <laughs> sell seven different times. It's 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 painful. I love it.
0: Easy money. <laughs> Uh, we're also getting an Imperial Clone Shock Trooper Black Series and Vice Admiral Rampart. Uh, most of these were Walmart and Target exclusives, but uh, definitely check out Skyward Fun Supply. They have pretty much everything that's not exclusive to Walmart or Target. And speaking of Target exclusives, right before we came on, Jedi Business posted a Instagram where they're not doing pre orders for the Clone Wars black series figures that they announced recently. So you can only buy them online at time of sale or in store. If you ever get lucky and find a store that has toys, which is rare, which
1: sucks. That's just for the U S too, like international. Cause I know Toys R Us in Canada, they're doing pre-orders and I think some of the other international retailers are doing mm-hmm. pre-orders. So I don't really know sort of the, the logic behind Restricting to just in store and and day of online sales.
0: I don't know what's going on right now with toys and stores. I know that ship that sank had a ton of toys on it, like a ton of everything on it. And so it, it affected things. But I keep seeing pictures online where in Target toy sections that are completely decimated have a sign that says Star Wars toys are limited to one item per guest. So I guess just flippers have taken over, and even Target's sick of it. <laughs> So they're just not putting toys out anymore, and screwing
1: everybody else over too.
2: The Night uh, Brother is a GameStop exclusive.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. I think both the Gaming Greats are GameStop exclusives. Yes, well,
2: yeah,
0: well,
1: the Flight
2: is as well.
0: The uh, logic is certainly there.
2: The Night Brother is uh, still
1: available.
0: Oh,
2: I'm. I might. It it might be in my cart.
1: <laughs> it's actually <laughs> being checked out as we speak. <laughs> Uh, she's like, how many can I buy?
0: <laughs> Sideshow. I, I don't know what I expected. I expected so much more, but they did release a ton or announce a ton. So we're getting the artillery stormtrooper. I believe is the flame trooper, right
1: For Mandalorian,
0: or not with the yellow? No, it's markings. the
1: uh, the mortar trooper.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, the mortar trooper from season two. Okay, uh, we're also getting the stormtrooper commander. We're getting the Bad Batch Hunter, which you can only assume that we're going to get the rest of the game. Um, they also officially announced the Bad Batch Echo. Super excited about this. We're getting a Blurg. Just a flat-out Blurg. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy separately. Or you can get the Mandalorian with the Blurg. I can't wait. D- did they show a price point for the, just the Blurg by itself? I don't understand. I
1: it. don't know off the top of my head.
0: I got a Hot Toy Mando right here. It really needs a Blurg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the Mandalorian with the swoop bike, because you can't have enough. Speaking of using a mold over and over again, <laughs> <laughs> Queel six scale, a Grogu, General Grievous. I'd love any sort of General Grievous, Grievous, Grievous statues because he's so toyetic. Like he looks so cool, particularly in sideshow or hot toys. It's just
2: yeah, I beautiful. might end up with that one.
0: And then an interesting, I thought. The Clone Wars animated style, Obi-Wan and Anakin. I, I not, I'm not a fan of these particular statues. I, I thought the face for Obi-Wan in particular looked so weird. I don't know what you guys thought about it.
1: It's interesting because they just released the one six scale. I think Hot Toys released the Obi-Wan and Anakin, like both of these in the Clone Wars style, but like live action versions of it. Yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. like the more realistic looking Anakin and Obi-Wan and Ahsoka. So it's interesting. To, these are premium format, I believe. So they're sideshow versus the ones previously. Mm-hmm. I think were hot toys. Mm-hmm. So interesting. I did just look up the blurg. It's three hundred and fifteen dollars. So three hundred and fifteen for the little righty boy.
0: Goodness. <laughs> so I'm assuming the blurg with the Amanda would be what six hundred
1: plus, probably close to six hundred five something. I imagine because I mean, it's, and that's. Like the the Mando and and swoop bike is they charge basically for the price of two figures. The scout trooper that they just released with the swoop bike was like five hundred and something dollars. So anytime they do anything with a riding vehicle, it's always a little pricier.
0: Mm-hmm. A riding vehicle, a blur.
1: <laughs>
2: I just looked at the Obi Wan statue. That that thing looks possessed.
0: Yeah, it, the Clone Wars has such a specific animation art style that it just I, it to me it doesn't translate.
2: The Statue. Anakin one is like spot on. Mm-hmm. But that that Obi-Wan is not
0: <laughs> He definitely will steal your soul as you sleep. Sure.
1: <laughs> um, we're get also getting screen.
0: the Ahsoka Tano premium format figure. So this thing is uh it's a chunky boy. It's it's huge. Beautiful too. Like I can't wait to see this in person. Um, assuming Comic-Con's do stay on track to come back this year later this year. I'm excited to see this one in person. And then, last and not least for the sideshow, Darth Vader premium format. I had not seen this one, actually.
1: So, so I think um, these two are the Rebels versions. So, it's that scene from Malachor when mm-hmm. she's fighting, when Ahsoka's fighting Vader. But I believe mm-hmm. it's in the more live action style. So, it's not their Rebels, like the long, lengthy Vader helmet right. style. It's more of the yeah. realistic looking Vader it and Ahsoka. Does it have the eye exposed? I don't believe so. I think it's oh, just. Man. But that would be really cool if they did. Yeah, have that awesome. option or, or swappable head or something. Oh, I man. just,
2: I just clicked on the the premium format Darth Vader. Uh, Thanos was victorious. The page or person you were looking for did not survive the snap. Oh, oh no! Oh
1: no! So, I know the Vader was just announced as like a coming yeah. soon kind of thing. So
2: it yeah. does say coming soon on it. So. But I was hoping, like, for a few more images or something. But mm-hmm. it's literally just a close-up of him doing this.
1: Some of these are on, like, you can pre-order some now, and some were just like, "Hey, these are coming." Like, FYI, yeah. prepare your wallet. So <laughs> yeah. It is interesting that it looks like they're still doing season one Mando stuff. Like, we're just now getting a quill. Yeah, we're getting the blurg, the artillery stormtrooper, and the commander, both from season two. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting to see how they're rolling all of this out
0: eventually it's just gonna be every character we've seen in Mandalorian <laughs> in season one the taxi uber driver <laughs> brian potion uh the blue i can never remember
2: i know i don't remember his name but i, I know oh, the,
1: the mithril
0: yeah horatio sands <laughs> mm-hmm. and then uh the the four bad guys at the beginning in the in the bar in the very first episode like and who knows maybe even a gecko everybody
1: it's like uh like oprah you get a st- you get a sideshow figure and you, a and you get a hot toy and you get a hot toy and you get a hot toy everybody gets hot toys that'd be really cool actually if sideshow did that option
0: if they just were made to order i know it wouldn't be fiscally smart for them but if it was made to order statue and you could just send in characters to be made for obviously for a, a premium price but that'd be so cool to have that option oh, and then last but not least in terms of new toys announced on may 4th we are getting an amazing Lego set from the Bad Batch. The Attack Shuttle, the Havoc Marauder, if you will. It comes with all five members of the Bad Batch, and of course you have to have the Gonk Droid for a record to work out with. I don't, I don't know what he does with it. Let's just
1: get those gains.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, that is up for pre-order now, and I believe it was 100 bucks US. So it's so, a- so you got it, is what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Wrecker's my homeboy. I, I got to support him, you know?
1: I love Wrecker. Oh, so are you going to be, when the eventual Wrecker hot toy figure comes out, I'm assuming you're getting oh, that. Instant like,
0: pre-order. Instant. instant pre-order day one. I have re- I have sh- sideshow rewards that I've been holding on to for this moment. So as soon as it happens, pal, ordered. <laughs> and then I'm going to have to make or find a Gonk Droid because I feel like they're, or the Tuka pet. That'd be cool. The toy, the toy, not the pet. But, uh, speaking of the bad batch, let's hop right into the bad batch report. The cavalry
1: has arrived. We were lucky. We got two episodes this week. Uh, the May 4th, 70 minute premiere, which was a fantastic way to kick things off. Started off. I was a little surprised by how they started this off. Partly because I had read the, the Canaan comic. And partly because I didn't think they, they would start with Order 66 so fast in this show. Um, at the Gate. <laughs> so yeah, it starts off Jedi Master Depa Balabbas fighting droids. Caleb Doom is there. Everybody for, knows if you've seen Rebels. For the initiated. <laughs>
2: I, I did like a little I was watching it with friends and as soon as I saw Caleb, I was like, <gasps> and they were like, What? Because <laughs> they haven't seen Rebels, so they had no idea.
1: As soon as I saw Depa Balaba, I was like, Oh, they're yeah. doing it. They're doing <laughs>
0: the scene. Maybe it's just me, but Freddie Prince's voice is, voice now on Caleb Doom threw me off for a minute.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: It was just like an adult voice on the child. On I just child. It, it threw me off a little bit, but then I was right back in it.
1: How did you guys feel about the scene? Like I know BP, you're a, a big comics guy, and and Mari, I don't know if you've read the Kanan comic line. It's slightly different how they went with it. So this is technically a little bit of a retcon, which, you know, anytime there's anything that contradicts Canon, people lose their mind over it for whatever reason. I'm curious to see what you thought about it.
0: I don't mind the change because it was done so well. Would I have liked, and I'm totally blanking on their names, but in the comic, there are two specific clones that are buddies with Caleb. That makes it even more of a dick punch when they do order 66 um if they would incorporated those two clones into the story i think i would have been like even happier with it but that being said i still i loved it i i loved it
1: are you talking about the same two that like end up hunting him down spoiler for the comic but yeah, the ones yeah, that yeah. end up trying to track him down i think it's still uh it's captain gray in the episode but i believe mm-hmm. in the comic he's commander gray mm-hmm So I believe it's still great, but it's another clone. That was the only thing that I was kind of like, uh, because that whole arc of them chasing down Caleb doom and, and sort of his figuring himself out post order 66 was interesting. I don't know if there's still going to be like parts of that still are considered Canon and parts of it aren't or it, it creates a whole interesting conundrum around Canon and what's not Canon. Obviously this was even when George was in charge, but uh, George viewed the movies as the ultimate authority on everything and then everything else was supplemental so I feel like mm-hmm. it's still that same mentality where the movies and shows are sort of the ultimate authority and then they'll sacrifice some stuff in the books and comics because even the Siege of Mandalore was different in the Ahsoka novel than what we got in Clone Wars so it's not mm-hmm. the first time they've kind of retconned stuff that was previously considered canon
0: Yeah, uh, yeah I'm fine with it I can tell you. <laughs> and, and, same and this this show and all the animated shows just reinforce every single time how much i just enjoy b1 battle droids they're so silly but they they're still so, they're so good
1: <laughs> i really hope we keep seeing well, obviously i don't think we'll see more of them but some mediums see more silly b1 battle droids because they really are the 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 like comedy aspect of anything star wars
0: yeah I love them. They're so silly.
1: So then we get we see Order 66, we see Dabba Balaba shot down by her her clones, which always anytime we see Order 66 is heartbreaking. I I've, I've seen a couple people splice together like all the different things of Order 66 happening at the same time.
0: The the thing that got me is like I knew Order 66 was happening and I'm just like okay, it's not going to bother you this time BP. You're going to be fine. You're an adult. And then like when they show the the clones like closing in on her as they're shooting the bejesus out of her, she screams out? Yes. Just, Gosh. <laughs> like, what the
1: hell, Dave? Said <laughs> <laughs> so it's 3 a.m. It's time for some tears. Yeah.
0: It, cry. Cry yourself to sleep.
1: <laughs> we see Order 66. Clone Force 99 doesn't really know what's going on with Order 66 because they don't have the inhibitor chips. They go after Kanan. Hunter and Crosshair, both are like, Crosshair's like, follow orders, kill the Jedi. Hunter's like, no, let's figure out what's going on. We like the Jedi. Obviously, that sets up what we eventually see with Crosshair being sort of a massive dick. Caleb eventually gets away, as we know. He becomes Kanan and Rebels. Uh, They go back to Kamino, and then they're trying to figure out what's going on. We see the scene from the trailer of Palpatine being like, the republic's <laughs> over empire time all the clones are like yes empire let's get it fun times the bad batch is like i what's no like what's what going on happening? i don't like this i don't like this we see omega for the first time which oh my i gosh. stand omega omega yes. is the sweetest see omega from a distance and then omega comes up and like introduces herself to the bad batch she's like you guys are the bad batch right like little fangirling yeah She's the best. I think she's going to be. It's it's another Grogu situation, I feel like, with Omega, just from what I've seen online, is everybody's already losing their mind about Omega.
0: Yeah, her little Kiwi accent. So good.
1: Yeah, the way that she says, like, Omega. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm Omega. I, like, I love it. <laughs> I'll
0: die for you.
1: <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Tarkin shows up because obviously we have to have Tarkin. He's a big old D bag. So we got to throw him into star Wars. He's basically rolls in. He's like, Hey, Kaminoans, guess what? We don't need clones anymore. Not necessary. Don't need them. They're like, "Mm, bro, we have like contracts, legally binding documents. What's going on? And he's like, nah, we'll see. I'll be the judge of whether or not you need them. He's just like, like, sucks.
0: He sucks. The sucks. Kamino.
1: (laughs) Basically, he's like, "No, nah, you guys don't need that." He makes the Bad Batch perform a, a test to see whether or not they're worth keeping because he sees them have a little food fight. The food fight scene was pretty funny. That was, was awesome. I was I, w- I was. All Wrecker
0: about was that. the best. <laughs> <laughs> that that scene, the training simulation scene, was the first time that I yelled aloud, thinking mm-hmm. that they had hurt my sweet baby boy Wrecker, because um, I like I'm just so ready for my favorite character to die and everything yeah when when he got shot, I was like, no, no <laughs> big guy I,
2: I think I was kind of like, no, mm. very intently like staring at the screen like, get up, big guy, like no, no, <laughs> don't do this to me yeah
1: they're going to break your heart on the first episode and then be. Pe- yeah, I feel like if they killed Wrecker the first episode, you'd just be like, I'm done. I'm out. D- nope. I don't need this. <laughs> I'm done with Star Wars. I don't want to be a fan anymore. No You're not more playing watching. Game of Thrones no, on me. selling
0: my collection. <laughs> yeah, he's the new Ned Stark.
1: <laughs> Tarkin likes what he sees, sends him on a mission. He's a little afraid about their loyalty because they have a mind of their own. They do things their own way because they're mm-hmm. the bad batch and they're a bunch of bad bitches. So he sends him on a mission to Onderon. This is the first time we see our lovely friend from the Clone Wars, Saw Gerrera. Because it's not Star Wars without Saw showing up in one <laughs> way or another.
0: He works uh, his way into everything.
1: He really does. I feel like he's just like, we're going to see more Saw like sprinkled in and other stuff. They send them to Onderon to kill these Separatists or what they were told were Separatists. Uh, ends up being Saguerrero, a bunch of civilians, his group. Hunter decides, well, let's not kill innocent people. We don't need to do that. And Crosshair is like, mm, we're on a mission. <laughs> we're gonna follow orders. Cause so Crosshair's Ooh. definitely got like a little bit like loyalty to the He's got that Empire. inhibitorship. Like he's yeah. he's got a little bit of Order 66 in it, just <laughs> itching to come out. God, they, he's, uh, such
0: a, he's such a jerk he
1: really he's,
2: is man
0: they
1: did a I, really good job of setting him up to be the guy that you really yeah. want bad yeah. things to happen to
0: i gotta uh, tell you Deep bradley baker should get an emmy after this season's over because really he's is. all he, of, he's all
1: of them and at no point does it feel like it's one two talking no. to himself no nope. which is basically nope. what it is
0: yeah <laughs> what's crazy to think is he recorded this entire thing in his closet in his house
2: i did he get a video of that because i would love to see it
0: i it was on his instagram i think it was a i think he posted it in his stories and on his page hopefully so it exists now but uh he's such a good dude
1: does he go from like one character to the next to the next or does he stay like in one character for a bunch of lines and then do the next character and a bunch of lines
0: he just showed his setup and how he was making things work during the pandemic uh, I can I can imagine him doing if it was me in that position I would want someone else like on a call like we're doing right now reading the lines of the other person and I'm Responding. Hunt, I'm Hunter and yeah. then we get to the end now they're Hunter and I'm crosshair type deal or he's just in the closet by himself <laughs> just doing line rotating, the line <laughs> rotating through
2: characters
0: he's like he looks like Robin Williams and yeah. Robin Williams prime <laughs> oh man
1: It's a talented man. I hope, hopefully he does get some recognition though, because already just from the first two episodes, it is really crazy what he's been able to do. Episode finishes up with Tarkin being like, all right, you guys are traitors. Like you didn't kill who I told you to kill. They take them all to a jail cell. They eventually take crosshair out because they can tell that he's like not exactly on the same page as the bad batch. They do a little zappy zappy of his brain to make him even more loyal to the empire Bad Batch escapes from prison and is on their way off of Camino when they get attacked by clone shock troopers led by their favorite Bad Batch member Crosshair. He uh, he's not good. He's a bad yeah. bad bad, bad ombre right there.
0: So we get a couple of things in between all that where we see their their barracks, the Bad Batch yeah. barracks, and it's shockingly untidy. I assumed it would just be untidy in one section, but it's the whole place Wrecker's took a doll, which i me and Mario are going to make. We're excited yeah. about it. I think I know how he got it based off episode two and we'll get there. Um, and then the second time and at whatever time it was in the morning, I thought they killed Wrecker again because he gets that shot from crosshair. I was like, if they're going to have somebody kill him, it's going to be crosshair. Right. And I was just like, come the L on.
2: I'm not gonna lie. I, I am hoping for like the ultimate redemption arc for Crosshair because like he's one of them. So like yeah. after this one, I was like, the, they can't leave him. Like they can't do Crosshair like that. Like,
0: yeah. I mean, he's obviously dickish. Yeah. But they've made him like yeah, uber dickish. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <sighs> they target so. him. Yeah, they really so did.
2: Hoping for uh, a super level redemption arc for for Crosshair
0: on my part. And we can't forget about Omega. Yeah. Beautiful. Sweet,
1: sweet Omega. Shot.
0: First time I picked up a blaster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's going to have a little bit because she's also an altered clone. Of who, we don't really know. I've seen some people say Palpatine. I think she looks a lot like young Boba Fett from The Clone Wars. That's what I thought. Yeah, As the animation, even the hairstyle to a degree. Yeah. I was like, this is like young Daniel Logan kind of look.
0: My favorite so far is people think that it's a cloned young Phasma. And I got a pretty good laugh out of that. because If you read the Phasma book, you know how kind of ridiculous that is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got a pretty good laugh out of that.
1: It's not Star Wars without wild fan speculation. Yeah, right? for
0: sure. True? It's, it's a girl. She's got blonde hair and we never even knew Phasma had blonde hair. We just know the actress it's had blonde hair. Yeah. Oh, I love so, you guys. Never change. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was
1: a good episode though. I thought it was a good way to God. kick off. This is so
0: good. So good. And of course, Kevin Kleiner again, crushes the music like he does every single time. But yeah, that first episode I, I had high expectations, but it, completely blew me out of the water that such a long episode based off what we're used to with like the mandalorian where it was like 32 minutes or 40 minutes but this was like 58 minutes it was it was awesome i was all, I'm, I'm all in
2: <laughs> for me i just finished clone wars and rebels but even having finished it like a few months ago when they did the intro with the guy the same guy it's like just telling you like a recap of what what's currently happening like i was just like i'm ready like there was like a smile on my face and everything like i was so pumped new star wars and it's new animation that i get to watch as it's coming out because i obviously i didn't get to watch clone wars and rebels as they were coming out so now i get the bittersweet feeling of waiting every
1: week for (laughs) it (laughs) it's a painful
0: joy (laughs) I assume the narrator is also D. Bradley Baker. I just assume every voice is D. Bradley Baker (laughs) at this point.
1: Can we talk about the a the opening of the Clone Wars fading into Bad Batch that I was so So about, and also the recap of the uh, Revenge of the Sith scenes that were basically exactly frame for frame the same Mm -hmm. as the live action version. Like, even Anakin slicing the two battle droids on both sides of Palpatine. I saw, mm-hmm. like, side by side. and I was like, mm-hmm. the the attention to detail was Chefskis fantastic. fantastic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it went so fast. I was like, hold on.
1: <laughs>
0: Show that again. <laughs>
1: Roll it back once more.
0: One more time, please, for the people in the back. Before we hop into episode two, that food fight scene cracked me up. I what, was laughing so <laughs> hard. Was it Wrecker or Tech? But they weren't participating, and then suddenly you just see a food tray fly, and they go, Oops!
2: It was Wrecker, yeah, because like they were like, uh, Hunter defused the situation, so the stormtroopers turned around, and then Wrecker was just like, <laughs> started it all up again.
0: Well, oh, sweet, sweet boy. The last thing is when they go to hyperspace, and it's Omega's first time, yeah, like, they look at her face like, I was like, Girl, same. <laughs> <laughs>
1: my hope whenever i go to galaxy's edge whenever you do the the jump and the uh falcon ride that's same same reaction i'll even style I hope my hair get, the same i'll grow it out yeah. <laughs> i yeah.
0: hope you can uh do the ride twice that day because you won't be able to see through all the tears and it's not your first time <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's gonna be bad i can't wait
0: all right episode two pal we had to wait two three days for this we're so we're so spoiled
1: the, I do love when they do, because they did this with Mando too. And I love mm-hmm. when we get the first two episodes in one week. Because especially mm-hmm. This one was especially great, because we had 70 minutes for the first episode. I think it was like 70-ish minutes. Mm-hmm. And then another 30-minute episode, I was like, oh yes, we're getting 100 minutes, of, almost two hours of Star Wars in one week. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> this one starts off, they arrive on Saleucami, which if you've seen Clone Wars, it's a familiar planet. They meet up with Cut. He's a deserter clone. Starts a family, has a little farmstead. It's beautiful. It's great. They're looking for advice on how to stay off the grid because clearly he's been successful at it. He got through the whole Clone Wars off the grid and has a family. Cut mentions that Rex stopped by the day before. So it's kind of crazy whenever anything time-related in Star Wars shows up because the last time we see Rex, he's with Ahsoka after... You know, they survive Order 66 and, and the finale of season seven of the Clone Wars. So the fact that it's already like, well, he was just to... at Sulukumai is the, no no time wasting at all. I mean, we'd have to presume that Osoka oh, was with him, right? I
2: mean, this did is they shortly after. Up? So mm-hmm.
1: were they together at the end of season seven or did they split up and go separate ways? I uh, don't remember now.
2: No, I don't remember. I know. And I, I'm the I one probably just watched it.
1: It'd be cool if they're both traveling yeah. together, at least in the beginning parts. But interesting. I mean, obviously we know Rex is probably going to show up at some point. So yeah.
0: But yeah, But It's it was, cool to
1: see that. I, I wonder if the Bad Batch is almost going to be like on Rex's trail the whole season. <laughs> like, oh, Rex was just here. Like, oh, you just missed him again. Oh, he's, he's, <laughs> he's three planets ahead of you. Try they're again. They're just
2: going to keep teasing us with seeing
0: Rex. I hope they don't do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: Cut talks about how they need to get off of Salukamai. The Empire's coming. It's not great. They're basically starting. You start to see the Empire taking control of everything. Mm. They're locking up starships. They're making people register with chain codes, which this is how we get the whole chain code thing, I guess, in Mando. I don't know if this mm. is the first time that they've really explained like the whole origin of chain codes.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. The the clones went their entire existence trying to get names for themselves and not numbers. And now since the chip has been activated, they're trying to get everyone to have a number. Yeah. So kind of poetic justice is not the right word, but something along the lines of that, that I'm not
1: smart enough to think about. It's not, not great. No. <laughs> we see Cut's Kids and Omega, Omega. Playing uh as kids do this is the first time that she's really probably interacted with any kids outside yeah. of other clones but because they're accelerated growing it's probably like they're clones for a day they're kids yeah. for a day and then they end up being adult clones two days later or something like that it's so she doesn't really yeah she doesn't
0: it, know what to do yeah it's her first time ever on a planet too like on a water planet not Camino,
1: which is you just see her, like
2: so enamored with the dirt and yeah. all the surroundings yeah
1: because the first thing every child wants to do whenever they get to a new place is play in the dirt.
2: Play in the dirt, yeah, of
0: course. Didn't know there's so much green in the universe. Um, <laughs> the kid, Cuts Kids, is who I think gave Wrecker the uh, took it all. That's why he was so excited to see it. Oh, that's a, that makes sense. My, I presume yeah.
1: you see, it's it is circle. interesting that they were there. Like obviously they've interacted before because they're very familiar with each other. And I think they kids call Wrecker Uncle Wrecker. Oh, cool. So they, yeah, they, yeah. they, I
0: call him Uncle Wrecker too. So. <laughs>
1: He's he's everybody's uh, everybody's long lost uncle. Yeah. Um, while they're while the kids are playing, they lose a ball. They're tossing a ball around, and it goes beyond the farmstead. Omega goes to get it, and she gets attacked by a nexu. So anytime we see that little, I don't even know what how to describe it. Like murder a cat, murder cat, yeah, murder yeah. cat, basically <laughs> from Attack of the Clones. Uh, I always get a little excited just because those things were probably the coolest thing that they, they are added so cool. in attack of the clones she gets saved and then because of that and because she had like a near death experience uh hunter doesn't feel like they're cut out for watching kids yeah he's like maybe maybe we shouldn't do this maybe this isn't the best bet for us
0: i gotta say i love how much hunter relies and uses his knife against anything giant murder cats robots (laughs) like doesn't matter he's knifing
1: it yep it's a master of melee it is interesting to see that there's already this like parent dynamic going on between the bad batch and omega
0: Mm -hmm.
1: which is similar to what we've got with din and grogu and even some other elements of star wars like always that sort of adopted father kind of
0: i mean story that goes on What's the whole point, right, at the beginning of Star Wars? hmm F- A father-son relationship, but I guess his father-daughter, are changing up, technically.
1: <laughs> so, the rest of the episode ends up being them trying to get these chain codes. They come up with a plan for Tech to falsify the chain codes. They plan on getting their ship impounded so they can get into the shipyard to create the false chain codes. Omega ends up being on the ship, which they're like, "What? what how'd this happen? What's going on? And then... She ends up kind of being the one to save the day. She runs the chain codes to uh, Cut and his family. Wrecker ends up saving her because they, of course, make their presence known to every single clone. And then she gives Cut the chain codes. Wrecker and the rest of the the Bad Batch join uh, Tech and Echo. They fight off all the clones and escape. And then Cut and his family escape. And that's basically where we're at with the end of the first two episodes. So this one's definitely not as action heavy. This was more, we've established all the characters. We get a little more of that father, son, little love going on or father, daughter love going on. And now we're going to go into some new adventure. So this was, this was kind of a nice like second episode, I guess, to, to follow (laughs) up the action of the first one.
0: I love how Mega says tech. Her little accent cracks me up. Because when well, he
1: tells says anything.
0: When he tells Hunter the plan,
1: and she goes, I think it's a good plan, deck
0: <laughs> But yeah, episode <laughs> two was was very good as well. Uh, if I had to rank it obviously one and then two vastly different episodes. Like that one was all about action and mayhem, and this one was about heart and family. So both good for different reasons.
1: We have fourteen more of these, which is crazy. Wow, that I, is, I was
0: gonna ask. I was gonna ask you if you, if you knew how many more we're getting, but fourteen more—that's incredible, Swift. So I want—I want I to say it's sixteen this first so. season. God,
2: first that makes season.
0: me happy. So, actually, I'm glad you said that because it reminded me of something. I was looking at the timeline of shows, movies, and noticed that this, The Bad Batch, is leads right up to Solo. Do you think by the end of one of these two seasons, or one of the seasons of The Bad Batch, we will see an animated Emphis Nest in the Cloud Riders?
1: I don't think it would if, be out of the question for them to introduce it to some degree. Or even because Emphis Nest's mother was like Emphis Nest before her. Yeah. So you could definitely see the start of of the Cloud Riders and, and that whole element that we see in Solo. I, I do
0: think that this is leading to the beginning of the rebellion. I think the, the bad batch is going to have a big hand in that, whether or not if it's public knowledge, like, you know what I mean? Like in, so in, in galaxy of star Wars, if the war, if they know that, but I think we will know that. So it'd be really cool just to see. I just want Info's Nest to like come back.
1: I don't care how it happens. <laughs> the fact that we've already seen two nods to the clone wars definitely mm-hmm. makes me think they're not shy about mentioning Clone Wars or pulling in characters we're familiar with, so I don't think yeah. it's out of the question to see yeah. even maybe a Mon Mothma or Antheus Nest or any other number of, of well known characters that play a role in, in the rebellion moving forward. I think
0: we'll probably see Dryden Voss for sure. My fingers if are
1: crossed for Boba because I think it'd be it, I think it'd be funny because is mm-hmm. also sort of a he's an unaltered clone, but he. Would assume looks a lot like Omega, yeah. Because Clone Wars Boba is even at the end of the Clone Wars, but like that Boba looks like Omega. So I think it would just be funny to see them interact, Mm -hmm. or even Boba interacting with the rest of the Bad Batch.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is gonna be crazy. It's gonna be fun to watch and see who who quote unquote Omega is or from. Uh, So yeah, Bad Batch thumbs up, thumbs down for you guys two so, thumbs so far two, th- two, two thumbs two up so far
2: giant thumbs up like if i had two bigger thumbs,
0: thumbs
1: i would give them two two record two, record two yeah! record
0: sized thumbs.
1: <laughs> i give it five omegas out of five
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm omega all right guys so let's uh, round out this episode with um Todd had a fun idea we're gonna list our favorite star Wars side characters now do you guys want to do three or five I mean, because we each we, put five. All right, let's do five. Let's we'll do five. five. All right, so Todd, you're at the top of the list, so you can go first.
1: Oh, don't tempt me with a good time. Okay, so my first one is, I don't know why I love this character so much, but it's the stormtrooper that hits their head in A New Hope <laughs> on the door, and they make the little donk sound that for whatever reason, whenever someone's like, what's your favorite scene in Star Wars or your favorite like moment, moment in Star Wars? That's the one just because it's so funny. And the the story behind it of how it was a complete accident. Like the stormtrooper just dude, just ran right into the door, like a little too high. And they went in and added the donk sound <laughs> in post. Like they were like, we got to, We got to make sure Embrace that everybody it, is yeah. in case you missed it. There's definitely a <laughs> stormtrooper
0: that hits his head. It's really funny. Like if, I meet somebody and they're very casual Star Wars fans. That's the first thing they'll say to me. Like, did you know in the New Hope a Stormtrooper hits their head? I did know that, yes. <laughs> um, I will go second because my name is second on the list. I'm going to start with our guy, Snap Wexley. He's our guy. And you know what? Uh, Force Awakens. He's, you know, it's okay. I love him and The Rise of Skywalker i i think uh when he's telling leia about all the bad news she's like you have to look so upset about it and he's like yeah this is great everything's great we're dying <laughs> um or there's like a cut scene where they're talking about claude and, and snap just looks at him and it's like puts his thumb like what the fuck is this <laughs> uh so yeah big big snap i'm a big snap guy all right Mara, your first side character
2: um, so mine is, uh, closely related to my favorite friggin' main character is Savage Press. Savage. Yeah. I <laughs> wanted to see so much more of him. Like, I feel like it was, he was unfairly shown through the, the very little screen time that he got. I just love the idea of like mall with a brother and like apprentice and master kind of relationship. I would have loved mm-hmm. to
0: see more of that. So yeah. Yeah, that'd be really cool if they somehow figured out a way to bring him back from
1: the dead too.
2: That would be amazing.
1: <laughs> I have a what? friend that's watching Clone Wars for the first time and he just got to Savage and I was like, Oh, you're in yeah. for quite an adventure. Because <laughs> he's seen solo, so I think he he knows the whole mall thing, but I don't think he really understands the whole mall element. So like yeah. the spider leg mall and the maul and Savage just tearing the galaxy a new one.
0: It's so hard to explain to people, too, that are not Star Wars fans, like how Darth Maul's back because they know he died in the first movie, episode one. Like, yeah, he comes back. He goes nuts. He gets spider legs. I um, actually,
2: my best friend, like, he he tries to battle me on it all the time, saying, like, there's no way he was powerful enough to bring himself back from the dead. Below. And I'm just like, I'm going to need you to zip it. Like- <laughs> Listen,
0: Sith <laughs> hate is the most powerful <laughs> force there is. <laughs> And my guy, Maul, hates. (laughs) All right, Todd, your second favorite. uh, These aren't in in a particular order, but your next favorite side character.
1: So I'm going to do a little bit of a cheat because it's more than one. It's more of a a group, minus one, because one of them I count as his own (laughs) entity. Um, But it's the Empire Strike Back Bounty Hunters. So I count them all as one because they're all in the same scene. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Bosk, Forlom, Zuckus... G Haiti hate. I think they're cool. I think they've spurred obviously Boba Fett's in that too, but he's mm-hmm. my own side favorite because he's so fantastic. But they spurred a whole other group of things. I mean, the bounty hunters in one scene have created countless stories and and a whole other element of Star Wars that really wasn't shown before. Like we had the Cantina scene. Yes, exactly. I love lost. BP with I, his I lost, I love lost it right here beside figure. me. But prior to that, prior to those bounty hunters, we had the cantina scene, and that was really our, our only glimpse of sort of the scum and villainy of Star Wars. So seeing this group of robots and and lizard people and whatever Zuckus is, because Zuckus just looks like a giant bug and four yeah. half bug, half 3 yeah Well, and even how they created them, like IG-88 is is literally just – old car parts yeah then and, and he's bolted to the floor <laughs> and I think they had a little swivel so his head could move a little bit yeah
0: but they're just what's
1: what's come out with them is has been I think super fun from they're, one scene they're the original bad batch <laughs> basically
0: <laughs> all right so up next for me I had I'm gonna I'm gonna make a change on the fly here I had fn 2199 the traitor uh stormtrooper but I'm actually gonna remove him from the list and insert emphasis Nest. I just made her helmet. I love her in the comic, the solo adaptation. Uh, I love, love, love the actress, uh, Aaron. I can't wait to see her again. Please come back. So yeah, if it's Nest, that's my second one too. Uh,
2: my second one's Asajj because, you know, Sith for life. Uh, I love her uh, entire like character buildup throughout the, the animated series Mm -hmm. i didn't really know too much about her until i watched the show i had seen her in different cosplays different images and i was always very intrigued by her so finally watching the show like really dragged me like right into it and so watching her grow throughout it and seeing like her character develop but also kind of fighting like she's been trained and grew up like on with the dark side but then you kind of see her like, "What's the dark side actually doing for me?" <laughs> and so she ends up eventually going off her own. So I just I like Asajj in general. Like she's just she's, a good character.
0: She has killer lightsabers.
1: She does. I want those so bad. Have you so read good. Dark Disciple by chance?
0: That's the one I have not read.
1: So that because I, if I'm remembering correctly, that one's all about Asajj.
2: I was and, reading all the and legends. Quinlan Vos. Is that one of the books or the comics?
0: One of the books. That's the first canon book.
2: Okay, yeah. See, I started reading the Legends books before they were no longer canon, and now they're no longer... Like, none of it is canon. (sighs) But it was like, I literally got up to the mall book and stopped.
1: (laughs) I would check out this one just because it's based off of... Because there was supposed to be an arc in... The Clone Wars before it was canceled that followed, Asajj and Quinlan Voss post her leaving the Sith. Okay. So I think you might be interested in it. It's, oh, it's, got some, it's got some interesting Asajj goodness in there.
2: If if Third Eye had the friggin' uh, sideshow uh, mythos statue, I would I would be I would have bought it by now because I had it in my shopping cart. I was getting ready to buy it, and then they added on the shipping, and I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, if they would, if if they made that her just like her regular costume, I'd be totally fine with it. Yeah, the Mythos costume—it's so cool. Yeah, it is. And yeah, Todd, Mythos number so three for you.
1: I'm gonna have to go with uh, Mister Hey Hey himself, Babu Frick from Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> <laughs> because hey, hey. Hey, hey. the the Hey Hey was fantastic. The just the way he talks and everything. Made me think that was one of the best parts of Rise of Skywalker. Was seeing Babu Frick do his little thing and like he's messing around in C three PO's head. It's like, is this gonna work? He's like, eh, maybe we'll see. Like, <laughs> eh. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna work or not. I think it'll work. Let me just tinker around in here. And it's moaning myrtle, yeah,
0: yeah. So, oh even gosh. better. Another point,
1: <laughs> yeah. Babu, Babu Frick was definitely a fun little. Uh, they added. I mean, even Dio was a fun addition in Rise of Skywalker. Some no, of the little side no. characters they added were, no, no, they were definitely great additions. Dio knew the pandemic
0: was coming. Someone goes to touch him. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I, I love that. There's a little C-3PO scene in Rise of Skywalker where he's like, Bob of Rick, he's one of my oldest friends. Yeah. <laughs> silly silly c-3po all right next up on my list i'm gonna go with and i and i struggle with this internally if it was a side character or not because to me he's a main character but nine nub nine nub saves in return of the jedi he's the he's the pilot <laughs> and the falcon so he's like the the deal the guy and he's so handsome my god his face flaps <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's so handsome. The Solstons. they are they are they are lady killers, literally. Probably, I assume. All right, Mar, you're next. Um, my next one. So, like, all
2: of mine tend to revolve around what um what I've recently watched. So mo- most of mine are from the animated series because those are the ones that I've watched most recently. Um, and it'll change based off what I'm watching. Um, but oh, yeah. so Mother Talzin is my next one. She is so badass. Like, holy crap. Well, just spooky. She's she's very spooky. Her whole temple (laughs) and like the fact that they like come back from the dead and like they're green ghosts. And oh my gosh. Her power is so cool. I love her.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Every every Halloween, it makes me so upset when they bring out yet another Vader one-shot Halloween comic when we have Mother Tolson right right there.
2: can we? We need to put a petition through. Let's go.
0: Let's do it. Let's do it. With
1: all the Mother Tall's and Fan Club.
0: Yep. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, all right,
0: Todd, <laughs> Todd. you're up.
1: Who <laughs> do I want to go? I think I'll go. Yeah, I'll do. So my next one, I'm going to go with Satine Crease. just because a it added the whole Obi Wan. Maybe isn't the most pure Jedi in the world, kind of. <laughs> a little spice there. Interesting um, the quirky. The amount of sass that she gives Obi-Wan, because Obi-Wan himself is a sassy person in the prequels, and she like matches that level of sass and then one-ups him. So that the fact that she's a crazy cool leader of the Mandalorians and sticks to her principles and everything and doesn't really back down from anybody... I think is a awesome thing and uh yeah she was a, a great character in Clone Wars RIP she's, really, she's got a really
0: cool <laughs> sister too She does She
1: does and mom
0: Oh boy next how many have we done 3 Mhm Oh you just did 4 right Um I'm going to go with kit fisto He, he was going to be st- on mine <laughs> He looks so goofy in Clone Wars, Attack of the Clones, sorry, Attack of the Clones. When he just, smiles, yeah, he's just so happy.
2: Ha <laughs> ha, I pushed you.
0: <laughs> he's so happy and then he gets a glow up in uh, episode 3 and then just gets wrecked. Um, but he's a ton of fun too watching Clone Wars. Yeah, uh, so kids still.
2: It's really cool getting to watch him in the wa- like actually in the water and like yeah. being in his natural element. So
0: yeah that's so cool I liked
2: that yeah he's a water Jedi Jedi. my next one's gonna be I'm gonna take one out of Todd's book and and put a bounty hunter on mine it's Cad Bane I love Cad Bane
0: (laughs) I love his commitment to the cowboy hat
2: (laughs) yes it's like oh my gosh when he loses it and then he finds something like kind of close to replace it he's just a character in and of himself like he could have his own show please give me a Cad Bane show (laughs)
0: Why well, do I feel like
1: Dave Filoni gave Cad Bane a cowboy hat just because Dave <laughs> always has a cowboy hat? Like, I feel like if Dave ever lost his cowboy hat, he would do the same, same thing. things that Cad Bane does. Like, go to the set. same extremes.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I am I'm. got a prayer circle for Cad Bane to show up in the book of Boba Fett.
2: Oh, my God. That would be so cool. I would love to know who they cast for that.
0: Ah. Uh.
1: Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> or even he could even show up in the Bad Batch. Honestly, he could. Yeah. They yeah. haven't technically killed him. I think I know they did in the unfinished episodes that yeah, aren't that's not considered, considered canon. So yeah. he could definitely show up. I think that would be cool. Like the Bad Batch doing mercenary work picking up contracts and then you just see like some duro sitting in a corner with like a cowboy hat over and like just (laughs) pushes up it's like you're looking for a job kind of death stick hanging out of his mouth yeah exactly (laughs) and everybody would immediately know who it is and lose their collective minds it's like oh he's back there he is that'd
0: be cool cool. i'm here for it
1: (gasps) yes todd all right, so my last one is, and no surprise, and I don't know if you can really consider him a side character for much longer, but my boy, Boba Fett, he... Yeah, I, think uh,
0: you're, I think you're good until his
1: show comes out. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> I can hold on to that side character status for only so much longer. He's the, one of the biggest things that I fell in love with Star Wars the first time I ever watched it, mainly because he looks super cool, even though he's got 12 million variations of his armor has very little screen time in the movies. They build his character out more in attack of the clones. And then we see more Boba in clone wars and now in the Mandalorian. So he's a side character that has gotten a ton of love recently. And I am super excited for whatever they do with him because I can never have enough Boba Fett as my <laughs> growing boba fett collection that's slowly taking over my room can attest (laughs) i'm i'm so excited
0: for it because for so long i fought the boba fett thing because he hasn't really been in much for long but now that he's like in our face again and like actually doing things like he's so toyetic it's so exciting for the amount of toys that are most likely going to come out after his show comes out
1: my wallet's not looking forward to it Like if I thought May Fourth was bad, like I'm always waiting for Book of Boba Fett merch announcements because I know as soon as that happens, I'm gonna be. It's everything. gonna be like when Mando first came out, where everything that comes out, I'm I'm ordering. And it's gonna be Black Series figures and Vintage Collection figures. Hot Toys is probably gonna put out Book of Boba Fett rearmored. They did the like post Sarlacc all destroyed armor character uh, Mm -hmm. figure already. Mm -hmm. So I'm just emotionally and mentally preparing myself for when that day comes. And now I'm on a big, like, older toy Boba Fett collecting binge. So I picked up Power of the Force Boba Fett and the 2002 Attack of the Clones carded Boba Fett and Vintage Collection Boba Fett. And I'm probably going to go try and track down loose Boba Fetts and (laughs) just have a giant Boba Fett shrine in my room at this point.
2: I have one whole Boba Fett piece for Todd, especially for him, that I found on that random little hunt that I went on. Nice. (laughs) Which I definitely blame these guys for. I ended up (laughs) with a bunch of loose small figures, like, they're missing lightsabers, and one's missing a hand, and I'm just like... It doesn't yeah. matter because it's small and it's totally your guys' fault.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. I have never contributed to collecting addictions at all. In the Let the
0: collecting flow
1: through you. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. So for my last favorite side character, I'm gonna go with Wedge. Wedge and Tiddly's. We finally got a. We finally got to see him again after all these years. And Red Skywalker. If you read. If you have read any of the comics, whether that be current canon or previously, he's everywhere. (laughs) He's literally everywhere in the comics. So that's where my fandom grew on him. But seeing him again in this latest movie was really cool. All right, Mari, round us out here. Who's your, here's your final favorite side character.
2: I'm going to end this on a character. No one would think that I did because it's a light side character. Um, Shot T. She is so smooth like Mm -hmm. listening to her talk and then like watching her fight it's just like how's that the same person right now like her just her her thought process and everything like love it
1: she's so beautiful too she really is and she's got six different death scenes (laughs) yeah yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) i love her markings her markings are so cool like she's
1: beautiful
2: she really is she's and her i don't know what what are the what are they called
1: like Leku? Is it? Le- are, are they are they montreal's on Tagrudas? I think I
2: thought these were the Leku and yeah, then the yeah. upper ones were something different.
1: Yeah, I want to say they're like montreal's Yeah, the should, her, they're so know.
2: beautiful. Like the way that they just frame up, like she she's just a beautiful character, inside and outside. So mm-hmm. I I thought she was great and I would have loved to see a lot more of her. She's a Jedi. She is somehow. I put a Jedi on my list.
0: <laughs> uh, we all had a Jedi, except for uh, Todd.
1: <laughs> uh, I like Hi. my uh, my my little tiny Babu Fricks and, yeah. and my bounty hunters, and that's <laughs> and my stormtroopers. that can't duck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's gonna do it for this episode, guys. It was a fun one. Um, so we, just a reminder, we do have the giveaway. So make sure you follow us. Scout Fun Supply and send us the code word and you should know it by now. Hopefully you know it by now and then uh, definitely check out our website, black squadron uh, update the figure of the week every week. And right now I updated it two days ago. So it's pretty, it's a, it's a bust. Guess who <laughs> it's go Check My that boy. out for us. Um, check that out for us. And you can actually listen to our podcast right on our website too. So you don't have to download it anywhere. So if you're at work or on your work computer, just hit play. You're good. Good to go. Leave us a review on your, favorite, on your favorite platform. You'll be entered into the Kenobi book giveaway. And check us out on social media. We're very active. Um, I keep posting reveals of our trading card set coming out, the Black Spider Podcast trading card set. And today we revealed a awesome Todd as a political stormtrooper stealing a speeder bike from a scout trooper. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I get to see this one to understand what I'm talking about. And our first one of one, so it's going to be only one of these cards made. I haven't figured out how we're going to do the distribution on that yet, but it is of Darth Mari as her Sith Ewok, and it is <laughs> awesome. Uh, so I'm really excited about that and this whole set. I, I've been putting a ton of work into this. Like I've shown you guys a lot, but there's actually some I haven't shown you guys. I'm pretty excited for you guys to see uh, eventually.
2: I love so. every time you release one, and now that, that one you <laughs> you released today, I was like. Ooh. <laughs> that was
1: nice <laughs> I think that, that one's probably my favorite honestly the Darth Ewok Mari one
2: really <laughs> that was like so, a closet cosplay that I like just was like I'm gonna put an Ewok Sith together <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I learned recently how to make a lightsaber glow on Photoshop so I made that the border of the cards I was like yeah let's go <laughs> alright so that's gonna do it for us this week gang and remember the force will be with you always